baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Jar. Hey, Josh. Yes, Josh Wheeler is in today. And before we start, Josh, I just want to say congratulations on this sixth anniversary of a very big day. This is the day Josh got to ring the bell after his chemotherapy for his leukemia. So, Josh, am I right about that? Yes, you are. It is a uh, big day. Uh, my wife was uh, sent me the video and everything of me ringing the bell and, uh, you know, had to share it on social media just to, you know, throw it out there for everybody in celebration, if you will. And it is a celebration. What a huge victory for you. And six years is a huge milestone. Five years, you know, they they tend to say we're cured. So yes. good for you, Josh. I'm so happy and proud. And uh, thank God. Thank God. So big day. Indeed, indeed. Uh, thank you very much for that. And we'll jump right into it here with a famous movie star joining the Beach Boys on tour. Uh, Full House star John Stamos uh, joining the Beach Boys oh. in Hawaii for a pair of shows next month in February. Uh, has a history of dating back uh, dating back to 1985 of joining the Beach Boys on tour occasionally. Uh, reasoning behind this, I kind of like this, to help reintroduce the Beach Boys to the newer generation. I'm a big uh, Pet Sounds fan. I love that album mm-hmm. from them. Um, Jor, if you could join a musician or a group on tour, who would it be? Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah, Bruce Spring- the I boss. Mean, no, I mean, hands down, it would be Bruce Springsteen. Just to hear the stories and see how they interact, and I mean, one of the greatest rock stars ever. So yes, Bruce Springsteen. I mean, I you know I love my other bands like. Bon Jovi, or I mean, I would love to. I'd love to tour with Taylor Swift. That must be an experience. Yeah, but, that's a that's on. a heavy load to take on. T Swift. I got to go with Bruce. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I got to go with sure. Bruce. What about you? What about you? Um, so I'm kind of one of those under the radar people. I listen to a band called One Republic. Uh, their lead singer Ryan yeah, Tedder has sure. helped produce mm-hmm. a lot of big songs for many artists. Mm-hmm. He's one of the bigger names in uh, music production. I probably would choose them just because I've kind of been one of the, I guess, uh, below the radar super fans of One Republic for pretty much 15 years now, and I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, they would be definitely my choice. Uh, moving on to the uh, to the next uh, quick takes here, uh, we have an iconic technological piece of history that seems to be kind of rolling with the times, if you will, when it comes to efficiency. Uh, Wednesday marked 40 years of the Macintosh computer being in circulation. I guess uh, not in circulation, but uh, being around, if you will. A lot of techno, uh, technical specialists uh, still own this vintage piece of property. Uh, the uh, Apple stopped manufacturing them in 1985 and uh, discontinued the software support in 98. But there are still, uh, still some out there that have the Macintosh 128K. Uh, it says it runs as efficiently as any modern-day desktop and even sells for as much as one as well. Uh, Jor, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you own any piece of equipment or tech that still is, you know, of age, or are you kind of the newer and better of uh, of the technical pieces, if you will? Are you are you kind of the latest and greatest when it comes to tech? Yeah, I'm a purger. So if I have tech that's old, I will have gotten <laughs> rid of it. Um, but no, I, I it's not like latest and greatest, but I do like 
upgraded versions of the new technology. I mean, my cell phone, it's not the latest and greatest. I think it's a, is it a 13 maybe? I don't know what they're on at this point, however many there are, but it's not the track. latest. Yeah, I've, I've lost track of that, but you know, I've had it for about two years. It's paid off. I don't plan on getting a new one, but that being said, I still don't have my flip phone. You know, I use a Mac when I'm working. That's my work computer, you know, that I bought. Work doesn't give us computers, but I bought. But this is a funny because you mentioned that, like, original Mac. I remember in the 80s or the 90s when it first came out and people were getting home computers because that was unheard of. We didn't have home computers, you know, where there was – you're too young to remember, but – there was dial-up, and you would hear that sound, and then, you've got mail. I still have AOL. Oh, I'm not too um, old my, to remember. <laughs> no, you're not too Okay. No, dial-up is, that's music to my ears, because then I can feel like I still have that many more years ahead of me. But, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It, but I my don't, dad I don't would never it. have, yeah, a Mac. Like, he was never, he always wanted to have alternative technology. So our our home computers were all sort of... You know, the, from the computer center nearby that some guy built that was, you know, sort of kind of held together. Not a Mac or anything really cool like that, but I wish we had stuff like that. I bet those go for a lot of money now. I know you say that they're regular price, but they're vintage pieces now. So it would be fun to have an old Mac. I had no idea that people still were kind of refurbishing something like that. You'd think that it right. would actually go for more than the modern day desktop, but yes. apparently, according to the article that I've read, uh, I believe it was on Forbes. Pretty much said no. It's 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 as pricey as any you know modern day desktop would be, uh, hmm. if if you will. But uh, hmm. yeah, nonetheless, uh, onto the uh, last but not least one for today at least. Uh, turns out there's still doorbuster sales going on in late January, George. This time it's on tobacco sales in Minneapolis. Uh, for yeah, for the second time in the last week, there's a crash reported into a tobacco shop here locally. In the great city of Minneapolis, Friday, it was at the Minneapolis Tobacco and Vapor location off of 46 in Nicollet, and it was similar to the tobacco outlet off of 18th in Northeast. Uh, Giordano, have you partaken in said doorbuster sales going on with these tobacco shops? I've not no. seen anything like this ever where it's just bang, bang, two in a week. That's that's insane. Wait, you're saying sales? No, or- like it, it was a, it was a play on words because there have been cars oh, crashing okay. into these stores twice in okay. less than a week, Tuesday That's and Friday. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. No. And are they like smash and grabs? Do you have any idea if they're, they're ramming they're, into the stores to grab really, the products? The, the, the uh, site on WCCO's uh, TV site, the, their news site, doesn't really give a whole lot of information, mm-hmm. just basically pointing out the eerie similarities of like, the, the the shops, if you will, like tobacco shops, twice in mm-hmm. you know four days or whatever it is. That's just it's no. bizarre to me. Uh, we will do one real quick one here, just to mm, you know kill a, kill a couple minutes here. Uh, mm-hmm. Famous artist is going on tour. I don't know if you heard, but he's making a comeback, and he was here uh, just a handful of year, years ago for mm-hmm. a big event. It was Mister JT himself. He's going oh. back on tour. Jor, is he really? Yes, he is. It is pretty, pretty crazy. I'm trying to pull up the uh, name. Let me tell the... you, that was, that was my daughter's, my oldest's first concert. And, you know, she was so excited. I'm sure it was like a Hanukkah gift or something. I took her. She was little. She was like, you know, 12 or 13. And she made a sign. You know, JT, I love you. Yeah, we had crappy nosebleed seats. But she made a sign. And I believe it was at the XL. They made her 
take away the sign. They they took away the sign when oh. he walked in. So I just that, have a picture. The, of it. the closest location he's going to be uh, coming to here in uh, at least in the Midwest is unfortunately Chicago. The uh, t- oh. uh, the Never Forget Tomorrow World Tour uh, kicking off in on April 29th in Vancouver and uh, pretty much soars through the West Coast, East Coast, anywhere but. The good old state of Minnesota. So, if you want to go see Justin Timberlake, you're going to unfortunately have to go uh, abroad to to catch him in action. But yeah, Justin Timberlake making a comeback. It's in 2024 of all years. Good for him. Good for him. I feel a little slighted that he's not coming to Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, hey, Taylor Swift didn't come to the Vikings game, so people must just hate Minneapolis, you know. You know, it's funny. Back to your concert story. Even the first one you were talking about. The Beach Boys and John Stamos. Mm-hmm. And you said he tours uh, Uncle Joey, for those who uh, know John Stamos yes. from Full House. Um, you said he tours with them to introduce young people. Like, since when is John Stamos <laughs> the icon of young culture, of, of pop culture? I mean, John Stamos, is he's older than me. He's standing in the he's... gap. He's standing in the gap yeah. for, for the generations that are just... Uh, into all the, I mean, and I have nothing against T Swift, but he's st- he's keeping the Beach Boys dream alive. And if there's one concert that I've heard nothing but negative reviews in Minneapolis at the Metrodome, it was the Beach Boys. And my uh, really? my my mother went to that concert. I don't know what year it was, eighty five, maybe eighty three. No matter what it what it was, not the best uh, live performance in recent Minneapolis history. But I'm sure they still put on a great show. Uh, obviously, the original. They've had a couple of people unfortunately pass away um but yeah. it's it, it one of the legendary bands of all time john stamos making people feel young again john stamos hilarious all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time baseball isn't boring baby i'm rob bradford and every single day i'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game it's my podcast it's my passion it's a cause i started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is another fact so jump aboard the bib express follow and listen to baseball isn't boring presented by wasabi hot cloud storage on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts